Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. In light of other recent stories, this won't be that surprising, but I'll admit it's an eye-catching headline. A car stolen from a driveway in Canada was located in West Africa. So stolen from Canada, found in Africa. Now, who drove it all the way there? That's what I want to know. That's a, that's a, that's a distance to drive a car. Uh, auto theft is considered a national crisis in Canada, where this happened, with nearly all stolen cars exported by organized crime. So in the old days, someone would steal a car and take it for a joyride, or they might steal a car and take it over a few states and try to sell it, uh, maybe clone the VIN or something. But it turns out that organized criminals have gotten together and said, hey, let's steal a bunch of cars, load them into shipping containers, ship them to Africa, where we can sell them without so much eh, paperwork and, and legalities and loopholes and, and, and taxes and so on. So from the cbc.ca, David Common writes that a call from Ghana, Ghana, woke up a man named Len Green at the Toronto home where his prized vehicle had been stolen a year ago. Journalist says, I'm calling from CBC News. We're doing an investigation into stolen vehicles, and I'm sitting in your vehicle in West Africa. <laughs> the uh, man who owned the car says, I can't believe it. That's crazy. In that same lot in West Africa, journalists found dozens of other vehicles, some with Canadian license plates still on them, some with their registration and insurance documents still in the glove box. So you go to a used car lot in Ghana, you buy a used car with a Canadian plate on it. You start driving it. And a, 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 a West African police officer, whatever country you're in, pulls you over and says, uh, license, registration, proof of insurance. You reach in the glove box, you hand him some paperwork. <laughs> All the vehicles have been reported stolen from Ontario and Quebec in 2021. There were just over 27,000 vehicles stolen in Ontario alone, according to a recent report. That's a car stolen every 17 minutes, gone in 17 minutes. A large portion of them are leaving the country, says uh, one of the police officers involved here. You'll see about 80% of them, 80% of them leaving through the ports. They ain't coming back. In 2022, police and insurers said there was a never-before-seen billion dollars worth of cars stolen in Canada. It has the country's insurance industry warning of much higher premiums on those most targeted vehicles and of the potential that some vehicles could be uninsurable if they're too easy to steal. There's no doubt that vehicle theft has reached a national crisis in this country, says the president of the um, Equity Association, but there the E's have those accents over them, so it's probably pronounced some totally different ways. Equity Association. But association is spelled normally. But they're the ones who investigate insurance fraud on behalf of member insurance companies. Uh, their organization points to surging theft rates just last year. Ontario up 48%, Quebec up 50%, Alberta up 18%, and Atlantic Canada up 34.5% from the year previous. How the stolen cars end up abroad is a fascinating and evolving crime. Police sources tell the news that large established organized criminal gangs based in Montreal are behind most of the thefts. Though it's become so lucrative, other groups with less technical skill are also becoming involved. This partially explains what the police sources say is an increase in home invasions and violent attacks where people's keys are stolen. Small teams sometimes mark cars in mall parking lots during the day by using GPS trackers. Uh, then typically at night they follow the trackers to the marked vehicles. 
take them from streets and driveways, and they often will cram multiple vehicles into a shipping container, which is then moved by a truck or train to the Port of Montreal and loaded onto a ship. All of that can happen in two days. So you are at the mall one day, somebody sees your car and says, ah, we want to grab that car. That night it gets stolen, and a day and a half later, it's in a shipping container. Once it's in that container, it'll probably never be seen again, at least not in North America. The vehicles are often destined for Africa and the Middle East, everywhere from Nigeria to the UAE, Israel, the Democratic Republic of the Congo, and so on, where they'll appear in local used car lots, sometimes listed on TikTok or even in online classified ads, with the Canadian license plates still attached. So presumably you go into Facebook and say, I want to check out the marketplace for Ghana and start looking through cars. You might see a picture of your car in Africa. Now, it was in the bustling capital of Ghana where CBC News located dozens of stolen vehicles. Many had been seized by authorities, while others were found in car sales lots, in parking lots, and beyond. Now, while driving in a motorcade with Ghana's Economic and Organized Crime Office, CBC reporters witnessed a Honda CRV with Quebec license plates drive past them. The driver quickly darted onto a side street. Investigators believe the car was stolen, as the model is among the most stolen in Canada and had only just been unloaded from a ship. Now, there are three methods of attack. The first is a relay attack, which involves capturing the signal from a key fob, then replicating it to enter and start a vehicle. Uh, Then there is the onboard diagnostic port, which can be used, the OBD, which can allow uh, somebody who knows what they're doing to hack into the system. And then the latest attack method involves the controller area network, or the CAN bus, which acts similar to a nervous system for vehicles, enabling communications between various components of the car. Thieves can connect to one of the multiple nodes from the exterior of the vehicle and tell it to unlock the car and start the engine. That process, again, done by somebody with the right equipment and knows what they're doing, may take only seconds. It is a lengthy article. That's only scraping the surface of it. But we've had this problem for a while. The vehicles get stolen in America and shipped elsewhere. And I've heard of this before, including with high-end cars. And I can remember a couple of years ago hearing about a bunch of uh, older Corvettes being stolen. And they were all being stolen in a similar way, in a similar area. And these are like 66, 67, that, that era of Corvette. And um, they literally just vanished off the face of the earth. Now, if, if you buy a car and you plan on driving it in America there's a good chance that someone's going to spot it and see that, that that's a stolen vehicle. But if you were in another country and you wanted a Corvette like that, well, they might be more common in the U.S. than where you live, and someone might say, oh, I can find you one of those. I can get it for you. What are you looking to pay for? And it turns out that shipping containers are not that expensive when you're shipping a lot of stuff in a shipping container. I've got, a, I've got, a, I've got another friend who's a broker. Uh, I know several people who are brokers. And one of them routinely ships and sells things to people in like New Zealand and Australia. And I was talking to him about the logistics of that because, you know, you, you go to buy a car, you look at all the costs. You don't just look at what the car price is. You look at what it's going to cost to get it to you. And so one of the reasons I don't go car shopping in Australia is I assume it's going to cost a lot of money to ship the car from there to here. And my friend said, actually, it's not that expensive when you're dealing with a high-end car, especially if you've got a bunch of cars to ship. And so the shipping containers, one of the reasons that it's such a big business is those boats are so large, they hold so many containers that it's brought the price down quite a bit. 
so you can jam a ton of cars into a container and ship it to Africa. So I mentioned about a week or two ago about all the cars showing up in Eastern Europe with salvage titles. And that's just simply a matter of economics. Those cars weren't stolen. They were damaged in America, deemed a salvage. And somebody said, well, with a salvage title in the U.S., this car is now only worth this. But it's got to be worth more than that to somebody. I mean, it might be ugly. Let's say, let's say it's got hail damage. Okay, it's ugly. You might not want to drive around a car that's looking like a golf ball on the outside. But somebody in Eastern Europe who's walking might go, I don't care what my car looks like. I'd rather have a car. Do you mind if it's got a salvage title out of Ohio? A, a what now out of what? No, I don't care. A piece of paper? Doesn't affect the car, does it? <laughs> in many ways, it does not. So that's just economics working. But here... It's another form of economics working, and it has to do with the fact that apparently you can steal the car so cheaply and easily in Canada, ship it to Africa at such a cost that when you offload it over there, you can sell it on a used car lot because apparently they don't care so much about where the cars came from, and it turns out that's lucrative. So they got to do something about this, and if they can do it in Canada, they can probably do it in the U.S. too, so... I wouldn't be surprised if we hear about more and more cars being stolen in the U.S. getting shipped overseas. Uh, I'm not sure if the ports work exactly the same in both countries, but it's probably similar. But with the numbers going up like they have, they've gone up 48% and 50%, respectively, in Ontario and Quebec. Uh, That's something that everyone needs to work on, not just the auto industry, but law enforcement and even people doing what they can to secure their cars. So crazy story. Dennis, thanks for sending it. From cbc.ca, David Common wrote it car was stolen from a driveway in Canada and was found by journalists in West Africa. And by the way, that, of course, is the other problem. Hey, we found your car. Great. Where is it? Africa. How do I get it back? Well, that's on you. Your insurance company ain't going to pay to ship it back. They're probably going to cut you a check and say your car got stolen and hopefully you had insurance. But can you get the car back, brought back here? No, that's the thing. If your car is located one town over, one county over, that's one thing being uh, uh, an ocean and a continent away, that's another problem altogether. So that's one of the downsides of this story. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. Doing a job right the first time gets the job done. Doing the job wrong 14 times gives you job security.